This is where our story begins, and this is where we determine, have you been forsaken to the will of the dice? Monday. This is In Search of Heroes, presented by Will of the Dice, and I am your guide this evening, Tear the DM, the world's okayest DM. We want to thank you for tuning in and joining us on this cacophony of clusterfuckery and chaos. Before we get started, we do have some uh, housekeeping to handle. First and foremost, we are for mature audiences. Your discretion is advised. A second, Alice. I thought I was unmuted. Sorry. Hi, everyone. We at Will of the Dice do not encourage the use of nicotine products such as cigarettes, cigars, and vaping. Nicotine is a harmful and addictive substance, and we want all of you out there to be happy and healthy. Though some of us may be users of such products, do as we say, not as we do. If you are looking to quit or trying to quit, there are resources out there, and we support you in that endeavor. Awesome. Locke? Hi, gamers. I'm Locke Clark, and I'm going to take a moment to talk to you about our musicians tonight. Those lovely and talented people that make the highs high and the lows low. They heighten our experience and yours, and they make the whole show better. Tonight, those musicians are Kevin McLeod, Jeff Farber, Dwergar, and our very own Peculiar Patrick. Thanks, Patrick, wherever you are. Awesome. Uh, that's uh, the housekeeping out of the way, so let's get into the introductions. I do want to say that uh, we do miss Dan and Kendall. They are out tonight. Uh, we hope that they're having a good time wherever they may be. Real life circumstances took them. And I kind of sort of promised to maybe not kill the party. We'll see. Hi again, everyone. I'm Alice, the voice of Karana, the pink tiefling ranger. Who's glad that we're finally making progress on the mission we were given so that her world can go back to some semblance of normal. And you can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Cabin Cupcake. Hi, gamers. I haven't stopped being Lockhart. That was just a minute ago. Like, keep up. Um, and tonight I'll be playing Jorvik Bramblebeard, the uh, himbo dwarf barbarian who uh, just wants everybody to be happy and is just going along to get along. And you can find me um, at the uh, social medias at Lock Unruly. That's Lock with an H. Hi, yes, this is Ames, and tonight I'm playing Ira. We are both a she/her. I keep forgetting to say pronouns on other games. Yay! Um, Ira is a four and a half foot tall Dwergar. She's got grayish uh, stone-colored skin, snowy white hair just across the top of her head. That's in three braids that fall to her waist. Uh, white eyes that just have a blue iris around them. And she's just kind of like a very um, curvy, but more towards a matronly curvy build. And um, at this point, we're just going to try to see if we can get these uplanders and youngins in the right direction. Um, and hopefully not blow up stuff that we don't need to blow up. 
and stop talking about people that we've killed in front of folks that we probably shouldn't talk about that in front of. And you can find me over on Twitter at LollyGFIFO. Hey, uh, this is Christina, the voice of Keto. We are both she, her. Uh, Keto is the five foot eleven sea elf uh, who's a knight of the fake courts, and it just wants us to stop finding extra things to do and let's just go find the heroes. And you Good can find me. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at Tiamorskaskula or Blue Sky at Deadly Kisses. Awesome. All right. So tonight's safe word, as always, is porcelain. Should you feel uh, uncomfortable in a situation or scene, please use the safe word. We will pause. We will go to break. We will discuss, come to a resolution, and then resume the game. With that being said, are there any last requests? Not the, Not the horns. Denied. On the apps? <laughs> When last we left our party, they had defeated the pirate captain Jaquez, saving the town of Anvilhold. They had been given a cart and mules to head out of town. They are headed north towards the Fort Gregorian in the icy tundra of the Great Northern Mountains. You're almost out of town when someone runs out in front of the wagon waving their arm. God damn it. Oh, yes. Hello there. What is it we can do for you? It's it's what I can do for you. I, uh, I'm a quartermaster for Keep Gregorian. I got oh. two wagon loads of stuff that need to go up. I'll pay you all 25 gold apiece. I heard you're going that way anyway. Aye, yes, definitely. We'll, we'll be happy to. Sure, why not? Uh, they're better wagons and horses than what you got, and they're covered. So if you decide to sleep, you got something to get in out of the rain. Oh, that's even better. Isn't that nice? Much appreciated. You will see two covered wagons with horses. Um, Jorvik is gonna uh, hop down out of the wagon and and go over to to the horses and um, uh, oh, it's a good boy. Yes, you are. Oh, you, you're such a cool horse. Yes, you are. Just, just fawn on the horses. Make friends. Stomp, stomp. They like it. <laughs> well, that's right. We'll see if we can't find you a carriage or an apple or something. Um, Does more than one of us know how to drive a cart? Now that we have two, we're going to need somebody to drive the second wagon. Do we really need to have the mules and our other wagon, though? There's uh, two covered wagons. Yeah, no. We're going to send the mules back. Yeah, but we have, they, this, unless the quartermaster is driving one of the two covered wagons, we still have two wagons. No, no that, that will be on you all. We'll work it out. I'm sure it'll be fine. 
But sure, how hard can it be? Uh, Jorvik then goes over after having made friends with the horses uh, to, um, and starts moving our provisions from our shitty wagon over into uh, the covered wagons. Okay. Uh, uh, Mr. Quartermaster, sir, uh, can you take the mule in the other wagon back, or do we need to turn Call around and Seamus. take it back? Seamus. All right. <clears throat> Mr. Call me Seamus. Um, can you take the mule in the other wagon back for us? Oh, certainly. Much appreciated. Hira's going to walk over to the first set of horses and cast Speak with Animals. Okay. Um, I, we beasties, uh, we need to be going to keep Gregarian. And I think of our party here, only one of us is really good with driving. So are you good at following the other wagon? Forget about it. We'll get there easy. We go to Gregorian all the time. Well, aren't you a fine beast? And she's gonna pat. She's gonna pet them both on the nose, and she's gonna walk to the second set and speak to them. And look, we have to go to keep Gregorian. There's only one of us that can drive. Are you good at following the other cart, or do we need to have somebody up here to lead you? No worries, no worries. We got this. We got this, dollface. Oh, aren't you a sweetie? I, She's gonna pet him on the nose. I hereby demand that all, all animals, when spoken to with speak with animals from now on, <laughs> um, have have varying New York accents. That's all I want in the world. <laughs> <laughs> just just Brooklyn raccoons and and Long Island squirrels. That's all I want. <laughs> well, yeah, but we don't have we don't have Ren here to to voice the Long Island squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna turn to the rest of the party because you know they, I, I, y'all, unless you have speak with animals, wouldn't understand what she was doing. Well. I'm able to talk to both sets of horses, and they know the way to creep Gagarian. They will follow, so we don't have to worry about driving the second cart, per se. We just need to make sure we keep an eye on it. Um, oh, oh, you'll have to have somebody driving it because of the road uh, conditions. Okay, well, but they still know. But no, I'll, 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 I'll drive one of the carts. The horses are my friends. They like me. Oh, I think we, I think we were planning on you driving one of the carts. It's the other cart <laughs> I can oh. I can give it a, a try. Okay. Jorvik goes around to the back of the cart and picks up the last two pieces of of our uh, provisions that need to come with us, being uh, uh, Boomer <laughs> and the wizard. Just just carries them over one on each shoulder and sets them into the back of the wagon. Here you go, guys. Yeah, their NPC lights are on. <laughs> All right. So who's riding with Jorvik? I'll ride with Jorvik. then I guess Ira and Karana will be in the second wagon. All right. The wagon's loaded. Are you ready to go? I think so. Yep. Thank you, Seamus. All right. Um, so who do we see about getting the 25 gold you promised each of us? The quartermaster that's there. All right. Good job. Yeah. Uh, and what... What's his name? What's his name? 
His name's Brian. Alright. Well, remember, Quartermaster Brian. Seamus sent us. Alright. Good job. Let's go, horsies. Yeah. Hip, hip. Alright. I need Jorvik and Karana to make animal handling checks. Oh, God. And this is why Karana is the one that volunteered to do it. I have a plus four, so it's not like I was terrible at it, but... Jorvik uh, is not good at this. That's not a bad roll, though. Jorvik? 14. Karana? 11. So... Jorvik, you get the wagons going. Karana, they just stand there and look back at you like, what? Ira, it hasn't been ten minutes, right? Right. Because then, because speak with animals will last ten minutes. Ira's going to lean forward and be like, right, boyos, it's, it's, it's time to go, lads. Remember, we're, we're following the cart in front of us. We got to go to keep Gregarian. Ah, yeah, whatever you say, doll, whatever you say. And they start following. Good lads, good lads. So, Jorvik, since you're in the lead wagon, pull a d6. Six. The thunder comes, the clouds get heavy and thick, the rain pours in sheets, the road becoming muddy, your pace is slowed to a crawl. Well, that's unfortunate. It will take all day to travel half a day's journey. The storm will clear out in the evening as the stars begin to twinkle overhead. Ooh, at least we get a nice night to sleep. Do we want to sleep or try to make up time? How are the horses doing? <clears throat> well, I imagine the horses need to break. Yeah, without even having to cast something to speak to them, it's, it's been a long day. And they've done yeah. most of the work. We should probably find somewhere to at least pull to the side of the road. I mean, we can sleep in the wagons, but we don't want to block other traffic. Yeah, I'll start looking for a spot. You're muted, Tyr. Y'all are on the plane, so it's just wherever. Huh. You're still in the Ullerveld. Pull off the road. The tall grass swishing and swaying, giving way to the horses and wagons. Y'all are off the road. Get out and unbuckle the horses. Ira will um, help. That way, basically, by helping Yervik, she can learn how to undo the harnesses and hitch them up and all that. And we'll, um, you know, Yervik will take time to brush the horses down and give them their feed, make sure they've got water. And then tie them up next to the wagons for the night. Okay. 
Kato's going to look to see if there was any, like, blankets for the horses just to make sure that they're, like, dried off some because it's been raining all day. There are blankets for the horses underneath the bench seats of the wagons. Okay. So she's going to grab them and try to warm up the horses a little bit, dry them off some so they don't have to stay wet all night. All right. Karan is going to try and get a, uh, a campfire started so that they can make some food. Give me a survival check. Let's see if this goes any better. That's much better. That's a 24. The fire will crackle and come to life. This is a nice little camp we got going here. That should be a fair night. Ira will help with whatever they end up making for supper. She'll, uh, she's fussing with her, she's fussing with her pouches and she'll pull out some mushrooms and she's looking and for a second, anybody watching her, she'll start to put, she'll, she'll start to put mushrooms in and then she'll stop. She's going to pull her goggles down and look at it and then just be like, Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Dump those back in the poison pouch and grab out other mushrooms. No, 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 no. These these are the ones. And she's going to look around like, did anybody notice? Then put the right ones in the stew. Did anybody yeah. notice? Give me <laughs> perception checks. Trying to kill us. Uh, I got a 16. I mean... I got a six. Keto would notice. Ira's <laughs> just going to look at, and shrug a little. I, I think some of mine got um, missorted when we were in the caves, and I kind of got a little bit excited on gathering some of those mushrooms that I hadn't seen in a long while. But mm. it's fine. We caught it in time. Okay. Keto's going to grab some herbs that she got way back in the, the town with the ranger cookbook. And put them in the yeah. <clears throat> oh you still have some more of the ranger herbs i see she's gonna say that with a smirk <laughs> uh, meanwhile Jorvik has um has gone into the backs of the wagons and has rearranged the things in the wagons to set up basically a couple of cots in each wagon for us okay made, made, made nice made it nice for everybody Oh, that's a nice job there, lad. Oh, thank you. As night sets full, Karana, roll a d6. Okie dokie. Five. The temperature will begin to noticeably drop. The rain coming once again in heavy sheets. There's no thunder this time. The fire hissing in protest as the rain pours, making the beautiful beating sound on the canvas of the wagons. 
suppose we should set a watch. I'm the rain. If I'll take first watch, if you guys want to rest a little bit, maybe it will ease up some before somebody else has to sit out here. I I can take second. I don't cast spells, so I don't need the full uninterrupted sleeps. I'll take third. Then I'll take the morning watch. Before going to bed, Ira's going to go over and check the blankets on the horses and make sure that they've got, you know, that they're as covered as they can be. I mean, they're going to get wet they regardless. Are. She'll give each the, of them a pat. The blankets have a canvas backing that's shedding water off of them. Oh, that's, that's, and she's going to mumble, oh, that, that's, that's good then. At least you all, y'all won't stand here and be wet all night. She's just going to give them each a pat and then she'll go to bed. Did Jorvik go to bed? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jorvik will go and uh, grab Vimerzerig like a teddy bear and snuggle up with it. Okay. And Karana? And she goes to bed. Snuggling with Squiggly, of course. All right. Ito, please give me a perception check. I'm sorry? 13? Everything seems calm. The rain just continues to pour. You will see a prairie dog wearing shorts, a white shirt, and suspenders, and a flat cap. Howdy, sir. Hi. Been sent by the queen, I have. Time to give you some information. Oh, oh, okay. I was trying to figure out if it was normal for your people to wear shorts. <clears throat> uh, I'm, I like to make a fashion statement. He'll put his little paws on his waist. It's a very nice fashion. So you, you had a message from the queen? Yeah, apparently it wasn't delivered when the sword was delivered. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think it was just yeah. the sword. Accepting the sword, that is the sword of the path. See, sometimes knights forget about what they're supposed to be doing in this world. And, well, it gets really hot to remind you. The oh, further oh. from the path, the hotter you get. That that explains it. It got a little warm. Um, I I had a thought, and it had a little warm, and and reminded me to wait. Yeah, don't don't worry. Don't feel bad. Most new knights get them. Hmm. Would have been a nice piece of information when I got the sword, though. Well, you know, sometimes we get excited, and sometimes we don't get to stay long. Yeah, he did seem to be in a bit of a hurry. There are some humans that if they see us, they, they freak out and then they try to hurt us. Well, that's not good. I won't let them hurt you. Well, I appreciate that. 
do you have to rush on? Did you want to sit for a bit? I, I wow, don't have much with the rain. Okay. I, 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 I produce a cape from nowhere. Put it on his shoulders. Take it off of his shoulders. Spread it on the ground and sit. That was very well done. Um, we we still have some um, remnants left from dinner. If you're hungry, or I could make you some tea. Oh, tea would be lovely. Okay, so the kiddo will start like pull out her stuff and start making tea. As you turn around, he's now wearing a little bow tie. Did you dress up just for me? I don't remember that before. Well, we're having tea. I gotta dress nice. Oh, well, that makes sense. Now I feel underdressed. He will snap his fingers, and you are now in a beautiful ball gown of blue shimmering silk. Uh, getting pelted with rain. Thank you. Might be a little bit impractical, but it's beautiful. So Kido's going to try to keep the dress out of the fire while she's leaning over to get the tea. <laughs> Y'all will have a lovely tea, a lovely chat about nothing in particular. He will stand up, bow deeply to you. Put his cape on and scamper into the shadows, disappearing. And your watch will come to an end. Alright, Kitta will clean up her supplies from tea and such and then uh, go gently wake up Jorvik. Alright, yeah, I'm up. Anything? Nothing much, except she's standing there in a soaking wet ball gown now. You look lovely. Um, <laughs> you didn't have to get dressed up on my account. Um, it, it was it was um interesting. Yes. Um, all right I then. I, I'm I'm gonna change and lay down now. This is a bit right. much. Jorvik will get up and pull on a cloak. <laughs> go sit. Well, first, he'll, he'll go check on the horses first and make sure they're doing well. Um, you know, take them, take them a treat if you can find one for them. And, you know. and then go back. Keto, as you go to change, when you move to remove yourself from the dress, it bursts into blue butterflies and flies away. Your normal garb remaining underneath. Oh, good. I didn't know what I was going to do with that thing. It was lovely, though! <laughs> She's going to crawl in and lay down and do her trance for a bit. Jorvik, you find an apple to split amongst the horses. They, uh... If they could talk, they'd be like, Alright, good looking, bro! Good looking! Uh... Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, it's okay. And you too, yeah, you get a piece, and, all that, and here's one for you. This guy's all right, he's giving us apples. It's all right. Uh, please roll a perception check. Twelve. 
an insight check while you're at it. Fourteen. Is Jorvik superstitious? Probably a bit. Looking up, Jorvik, the clouds make a strange formation. Looking like the head of a horse with one of your kin riding on it. Jorvik looks up and is like, great, great uncle Donovan, is that? Hi! You can hear the sound of hooves clambering as if on stone. You will see a ghostly specter of a horse and rider, Ooh. its hooves of fire descending down to you. Uh, Jorvik readies his hammer. A dirty looking dwarf dismounts the horse removing its helm. It has black midnight hair, its beard wild and flowing. Jorvik Bramble did. Great, great, great Uncle Donovan? I am not Uncle Donovan. Ooh. I am Chief Iron Fist. You would not know of me, but I know of you. Oh, um, uh, 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 pleasure to make your acquaintance, I suppose. You do the tribe proud. Oh, thank you, uh, try. But you must bring the tribe back. Um, like, from the dead? I'm not a necromancer. I, I don't no, even know magic. No, no, no. Once you're done, you must return to your homelands. Be fruitful and multiply. Return our kind to this world. You want me to... return our trade, um... I should, um, that, that, that sounds like a lot of work. Sounds like I'll have to get real busy doing that. Yeah. I'll, 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 all right, I'll get busy. And a in lot. the meantime, I will give you something to help you. Ooh. He pulls an axe from his belt and slices his hand dramatically. Smearing the blood down the side of your hammer. As the blood congeals, it forms runes. Runes that burn into the hammer. It is now a dwarven thrower. Ooh. 
Alrighty. Let me just um go update that. Well that's um that's amazing. The fire will for a moment lose its light and you are there alone. Um th thanks, Chief Iron Fist, where wherever you went, um appreciate it. He's gonna he's gonna step like away from the wagons for a few minutes and like try out his new toy. Throwing it, it returns back to you. Mm -hmm. Ooh. And then I guess he'll uh, he'll just sit until his watch is over. And your watch will come to an end. Now I'll go wake Corona. She'll get up and go take her place by the fire. You will notice when you wake up that Squiggly is larger than he was. He's about the size of a large hunting dog now. She'll she'll let him sleep in the wagon if he wants to. She he can join her by the fire, but that's his choice. As you sit by the fire, I need you to first make a perception check. We're all getting fun things tonight. <laughs> Four. All is right with the world. And now I need you to make an intelligence saving throw. Yay. Twelve. You feel the urge to pull the dagger that you found on your calves. Like a strong, deep urge that you can't fight. She'll take it out of its sheath. As it clears its sheath, it mutates and transforms into your hand. It's a silvered short sword with knuckle guard. With the uh, engraving on the blade of the mountain range where you grew up. She'll turn it over in her hand, run her thumb in the opposite direction of the blade, testing its sharpness because you don't run your finger down the length of a blade because that's how you cut your hand. It is razor sharp. She's going to appreciate it for a moment before realizing 
that's not gonna fit in the dagger sheath it had been in. And as you go to look, the sheath has changed as well. This is a plus two blade. Ooh. She'll put it back as long as she doesn't feel any strange urges not to. No, it slides back easily. Then she'll just pan and pan around, scan the horizons, watch for any motion that doesn't seem, you know, normal yep. to the whooshy waviness of the grass. Except for the rain, it's a very calm, beautiful, unassuming night. Then she'll go wake up Ira when it's her turn. I any anything happen? Nothing that is um malicious. Air's just gonna look at her for a second. Okay, and then she's gonna get up and she's gonna go check the horses, make sure they're all right, um, and then she'll sit by the fire. Give me a perception check. That is a 15. It is calm. The rain is coming down heavily. But you think as you look into the fire, you see a face. The face of your sister. She would look a little closer and, and she would just kind of say to herself, Rikari. Irla. They've granted me one last favor. A boon to give to you. Well, what? Why, why would they do such a thing and why are you needing to do such a thing? Because the path you travel is going to be difficult, but I have faith in you. But those silly goggles you wear, now, now they will be worth something. And the they, fire turns blue. They were never silly. As you sit there in silence, you will attune to your goggles again. And once per day, they give you true sight for 10 minutes. Awesome. That's once per day. Not like yeah. once per long rest, but once per day. Okay. Once per And your watch will come to an end. 
she'll have started making whatever for breakfast, throwing together porridge or something. Y'all will wake. Karana is going to, for the first time since being given Squiggly, recall him back to the tattoo that's on her arm being hidden by all of her clothing. Because he's yeah. getting a little too big to just have mm. wandering about now. You cannot dismiss the Drake. Drake Wardens cannot dismiss them. Once they are summoned, they're there could. until they die. He's right. We had this question to come up in another game. As the rest of you all wake, you will feel rested in such a way that you've never felt before. And you will all gain 13 temporary hit points. That's not suspicious at all. Is that replacing the eight that we had before? Yes. Okay. Don't they usually go away after a long rest, though, if you have temporary? The ones you had before were special. They were there for okay. 24 hours. Oh, well, good morning, everyone. I hope everyone slept well. Hi, it's... Despite the weather, it seems like, yeah, it was a very nice rest and everything was quiet for once. Or at least nothing hostile. Jorvik is doing jumping jacks. And... Did something happen with you as well, Keto? Uh, I, uh, an another one of the, the say animal creatures came to visit. We had a very nice tea. I had a very gorgeous, but inappropriate for the weather gown. Luckily, it turned into butterflies and went away. Oh, but you said as well, so something happened with you. And then she's going to point just gesture at the new sword on her belt. Oh, oh, that's nice. It was <clears throat> the dagger. Then we're not alarmed by it changing in size at all? Worse things have happened to us. I, I suppose. I just... Eh. If it gives you weird urges, let us know. I, that might be the best. I mean, I can't say very much. I'm... Since y'all talk about it, my sister was allowed to visit one last time from the other side. The ancestors granted her a boon. 
And, um, apparently now these goggles do more than just help me find mushrooms. So. Ooh. Well, I, I didn't have anything like that. I, I mean, I met my great, 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 great Uncle Donovan last night. Seemed like a nice chap. He put some marks on my hammer. Check this out. And Jorvik takes the big two-handed hammer that he has and just whips it out into the field. And then it comes right back to him. Eh? Hmm. Nice. That, that looks handy. I am Very. a benevolent DM. <laughs> like I said earlier, this none of this is sus at all. Not none of it. Well, not, not, not at all, sus. Mm-mm. <laughs> Tito's going to make sure she gets some food and uh, check on the horses. Yeah, give them a little bit before we get ready. Make Tito, sure roll a d6. Ooh, you get to determine the weather today. All right. One. Thank God. The sun comes out. The dew and moisture from the rain glistening on the tall grass as it sways. The spring breeze is warm with hints of summer, carrying the scent of jasmine and lavender. Ira needs to take a few minutes to, you know, she needs to do some meditation and prepare her spells. Um, and then I'm supposing she's going to look around and look at the blankets the horses are still wearing and she's like, are they still wet at all? Or did they get wet at um, all? Not, they're a little bit. Like I said, they were treated canvas blankets to shed the rain. Um, well then, yeah, she would, she would take those off of them. It's getting kind of warm. They're probably going to get overheated if we leave these on them much longer. Yeah, we should see if there's a way to hang them off the, the sides or the back of the wagon so they can dry out some. I was thinking Ooh. the same. Good idea. Jorvik will go in and see if he can rig something up to, um... To hang the blanket. Give me just a flat 20. 10. Break down the middle. Good enough. Working together, you all rig away to hang the blankets off of the sides of the wagon so they will dry. It's not pretty, but it should work. That's all that's important. Just as long as they get dry. May need them again for the poor things. And with that, she's gonna... She's gonna cast Speak with Animals. And just be... To all four of them before they hitch them up, she's just gonna be like, Well, good morning, lads. Well, I think you're lads. Hey, yo! Yo! Hey! <laughs> and she's gonna offer them each, like, a little... Like, um, she's got some carrot. She's gonna give each of them... You did a good job yesterday, and we need to do the same today. It looks like the weather's nicer, though. Yeah, yeah. Get us a tan, you know. Forget about it. She gives them each a carrot. She gives them each a pat. That's a bunch of good lads. We'll get you hooked up to the wagons here in a bit. 
And once they're done with their breakfast, Jorvik will hook the horses up, giving them appropriate scritches while he does so. Era helps. Corona watches. All right, are we ready to get on the road then? Kito will take one last walk around the fire and stuff to make sure we didn't leave anything behind. You will see a single blue butterfly on a blade of tall grass flapping its wings. Oh, well, I very much appreciated the dress. It will flutter off. Corona's going to turn to Ira. I think maybe you should try with the wagon today. Oh, I if that's what you want. It's fine. She'll get up in the driver's seat. Do you want to break, Jorvik? Do you want me to try? Well, I'm happy to keep going if, unless you want to. If you want a hand at it, by all means. Uh, if you and the horses are happy, I'm I'm happy to watch. All right then. All right, boys. Are you ready? Come on, there'll be a nice juicy apple at the end of this for you. Let's go. Yep. Animal handling checks, please. Yep. Right, lads. Let's head it. Um, that's a twenty-three. Um, yeah, I got a 12. And so, you're off. Jorvik, yours go in circles, looping around Ira's wagon a couple of times. If before speak. straightening out and taking the lead. Yeah, I was going to say, if... if if ear is able to 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 kind of like yell at him because it hasn't been ten minutes yet, be like, "Oi, now come on, lads." Hey, yo, we're just having a bit of fun. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right. And so you will make good pace, traveling a day and a half distance in a day. When you come to a river, there is a large stonework bridge and a sign posted on the bridge, smugglers beware. You're muted, Lock. Now, what do you reckon that means? Beware. Yeah, I guess it's a, it comes across as a little bit of a threat, perhaps, but we ain't smuggling nothing, so we should be fine. Right. It's a warning. Maybe the smugglers around here are wares. Ooh. Scary. I don't think it's spelled right for that. Um... 
after her after hearing Keto say that, Jorvik stops the wagon, gets out to stand next to the wagon, looking at the river, um, makes makes a few religious-looking hand gestures, spins around three times, and then climbs back in the wagon. All right, all right, we should be good to go now. No wares for us. Let's go. Hey. He's an odd one. The, so Vrana protect us. The sound of hooves on stone as you come across the bridge. You will hear in the distance. <laughs> you bastard. What in the mighty hells was that? Would would any of us know what that is, Tyr? Uh, uh, I believe Karana does know what a Schlinx is. Yeah, Karana knows what a Schlinx is. And for those of you that don't know, a Schlinx is a werebeast that is part sheep, part lynx. Oh, wait, yeah, didn't, this came up once before. Didn't didn't Karana mention it mm-hmm. in yep. front of us? Okay, so we, I look at Keto. Was, was that what I think it was? Um, maybe we should probably ask Karana. Hey, Karana! Hmm? Did you hear that? You mean the Schlinks? Okay, thank you. Karana's gonna be keeping an eye out. See if she can spot it. Um, or by the way, them, if there's more than one. How how long was the trip in total to Grigorian? You're muted. A week. Oh, okay. So we're, we're two days of travel in. Got it. Yorvik, do, do you know if Slinxes, Slinxi, whatever, are they solitary or do they run in packs? Well, I, I have no idea if they're, I mean, I would think they'd be pack-based and I mean, wolves are pack based and sheeps are pack based and but lynxes are 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 solitary generally as far as I know. I don't I, I honestly I don't know. I guess what we'll would you out. call a group of them? Would it be a herd or a flock a rend? I don't I don't know. In Rune of Kesha, just out of character, it's called a slaughter. A slaughter of slink, slinks. Um, Yorvik is just going to keep the, the keep on trucking. We're, we're, we're pushing through. We're going. He's slowing down for no slinks. Yep. Ira's going to, you know, do the, the traditional cluck to the, the horses and just be like, come on, lads, let's go a little more. And after a while, the sun will set, the stars will appear, and nighttime will gather. Are we still on the plains? Yes. Okay, so we'll pull off somewhere to make a camp. Ira, roll a d6 to see what the evening weather will be like. Okay. Good reflexes, Christina. A one. It is a beautiful night. The twin moons pale in the sky, 
their lace light dancing across the Ulervelt, the warm wind blowing, heralding summer's soon arrival. It is a gorgeous night. About how long ago was it that they heard the schlinks? A couple of hours. Okay. And they only heard it at once? Yep. About how far away did it sound when we heard it? Uh, a decent ways. You couldn't pinpoint, but... You, you feel that the way the conditions were, that the wind and stuff carried the sound. I'm not very articulate tonight, I apologize. All right. No worries. No, you're good. No, Ira is still going to be slightly concerned, so she's just going to propose that they um, have a slightly bigger fire than normal. Yeah, I think um, when, when we pull off to the road to make camp, that having had the thought from this morning, Jorvik is going to drive the wagon in a circle a few times to flatten out an area of grass. And then park the the wagons so that there there there's some space between them, and then we'll build the fire in the middle, and we'll bring the horses in with us um, in the area between the two wagons. It'd be better if we had three wagons, but this'll do. Yeah, it's better than just nothing, and hopefully a slightly larger fire may. Um, deter anything that try that would be thinking about trying to cause harm. Indeed. Jorvik will once again, once they're settled, uh, after unbuckling the horses, will will tend them and brush them and feed them, scritch them. Karana will help this time. As you all are tending camp, you will hear a voice. Hail to the camp. Ooh, hello. May I borrow a spot by your fire to rest me bones? I don't see why not. You will see a man dressed in plain clothes and a shepherd's crook enter to be seen by the light of the fires giving off. Welcome in. Is your flock around here? Yeah, they're on the other side grazing. About uh, uh, about 30 minutes from here. I saw your fire and, well, I get lonely out here with nothing to talk to but the sheep. Isn't that and, all? Uh, sometimes they talk back. Isn't that a long way to trek away from your flock? Oh, they'll be fine. Me son's watching them. That's a good lad, then. All right, well, make yourself welcome. We'll, we've just gotten the fire going. We're tending the horses, and then we'll be putting dinner on. And you'll be welcome to join us, I think. Won't be much. Well, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm Lucian. Oh, I'm Jorvik. It's a pleasure. They will shake Karana. the hand. Karana's going to climb up 
not on top of the covering of the wagon, but climb up to like the seat of the wagon, standing on it, looking off in the direction that he claims his flock is in. To see if she With can. With it being rolling planes, you're not going to be able to see in the tall grass. You're not going to be able to see anything. Not even his son. Not that far away. Okay. Ira's going to busy herself like she's um, very in, uh, caught up in making whatever stew. Um, she's going to drop her goggles down to look, to look at mushrooms from her pouches. And at the same time, go ahead and use the true sight with her fungi and look at look over at the shepherd he looks normal she's just gonna make a nod to herself mumble a little bit about no no not these tonight this these these aren't the right ones and then she'll grab some other mushrooms out and then go back to making the soup Ira, I, I keep smelling lavender. Should we get some to dry out for tea later? Oh, hi. Lavender is great for that. It has some other properties, too. I have to remember in the morning to do that before we leave. Kita's just going to go over there and help Ira prepare the meal. Ira's we, gonna... we don't see many folks traveling this way. Oh, well, we're from the Sword of Hope. We're, um, we're looking for a group of adventurers that set off from, from there. Um, we need them to come home, and so we were sent to look for them. Yeah, i seen them. They you came did. this way. They were hospitable. Oh, good to know. You know about how long ago that was? Oh, about two weeks. Wonderful. So we're only a bit behind. Do you know where they were headed? We, we they said they were headed to Gregor Garion. Oh, oh, excellent. We're, we're heading that way. We're doing a favor for for uh, Quartermaster back in... I just hope they made it. Uh, bandits and smugglers on these roads. They're, they're mighty, mighty we, fierce. We saw the sign warning about smugglers to beware who is someone sounds like someone's doing something about that problem then well they've been having problems with people smuggling contraband into Gregor Garion. oh I see when he says that Ira's gonna kind of look over at Keto and raise an eyebrow yeah we never did actually look to see what we were carding did we um, that would be a no. And um, well, if I we're were... on official business for the quartermaster of Gregor Garion, um, and and so we're taking him a load of supplies from from Anvil's hold. It's um, you. Know. Hmm. So we're on the up and up. Nothing to worry about here. Or so we hope. Because now thinking about it, we didn't really check to make sure that he really was the quartermaster. We just kind of <laughs> took him at his word. He was gonna you... like elbow elbow era like shh, shh. now you're as bad as Boomer. <laughs> Why would he lie to us? Nothing for it. 
He gave us the quartermaster's name. You'll see when we introduce ourselves, we're gonna be we're gonna, we're gonna get paid and we're gonna be on our way. They'll tell us would, where the heroes are. It'll be fine. Would you happen to know the quartermaster's name, good shepherd? Uh, uh Brian, I believe. Oh, okay. See? see, I told you. Totally legit. All right, all right, all right. You can't blame me for being a little bit suspicious. We've had some bad run-ins in the past. No, no, this is perfectly normal trip. We've had no issues whatsoever. Which also makes it slightly suspicious. Perfectly normal. New, um, as a shepherd, do you have a little problem with the Schlinxes? Since we thought we heard one earlier. His gaze will go stone for a moment. He gives you a very stern look and then shakes his head. No, we got no problem with the with the slinks. Well, that's good. We're hoping we won't have any problems either. Dorvik completely fails to register that anything weird just happened. Just shooting right on through. Did Ira did would Ira have noticed the change in his face? Perception check. Okay. Because at this point, she's she's watching him pretty closely um that's an 18 i got would have noticed 22 so yep keto would have noticed are, are you sure? still scanning are are you sure you haven't had trouble you're, you're you you had a look there for a moment like um maybe you have oh no no, no. the speak of them's bad luck ah okay my, my apologies and, and Jorvik very quickly makes the same hand gestures and then spins around three times in a circle. Oh, all good. All right. Took care of it. I said At that, he will stand up. I believe I'm going to be going now. You all have a good evening. You don't want any soup. Soup's almost no. done. No, I got to get back to my boy. You know how boys are. He's probably... Falling asleep. Well, I it just... was nice to meet you. If if you should wander back this way, feel free to warm yourself at our fire. Oh, I will have watches all night. So if you need anything, you know somebody will be awake to let to help you. Oh, I'm sure we'll see each other again. Mind you, don't whistle in the dark. I and he walked <laughs> off. Whistle in the dark is that code for something here? I don't I don't know that expression. Well you've never been raised that way. That's how the um she thinks a minute, um Jorvik probably knows that's how the bad that's how the that's how the boogans and the beasties and the baddies can find you is if you whistle in the dark. Oh yeah, you should never whistle in the dark. But look, it was the bad thing straight to you. Mm -hmm. That's why I, I said once before, I told y'all, you must have not been raised to not whistle in the dark because some of the things that we've been through. Right, dinner's ready when anybody wants it. Oh, good, I'm starving. 
Norvik goes and gets himself a hearty bowl. Now, whatever it is we're having. Did anybody else find that man slightly odd? No, I thought he yes. was lovely. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, I mean, he was a nice enough chap, but it, it, it uh, some of his mannerisms is a little odd, and I mean, I don't claim to know nothing about um, herding animals up here in the uplands, but it just seems kindly odd that you would walk 30 minutes away from your flock just because you saw a fire, and you don't know whose fire it is. And it also feels a little strange for him to be herding and then grazing in the middle of the night. Okay, I wasn't the only one. I thought that was that was strange. Well, no, no. Look, out on the plains, I mean, it's big and wide and open, and you know, if someone's got an eye, if, you know, one person having an eye on the flock is maybe the other person can wander off a bit. It's it's kind of the way you do it. They, but they're not going to get far. No, I was worried about predators in the dark. I mean, between the high grass and the open plains and the dark, you think that would be risky? Ah! I'm sure they have ways of telling such things. I know Especially in the, with the you-know-what. In the, um... Sea of Solace, we, you know, I mean, the grass gets, not this, not quite this high, but it gets pretty high, and and, you know, flocks are still managed. So, and yeah, you can wander off and leave them for a bit. They're, they're not going much anywhere, especially if you got a, if you got a good if you got a good herding dog. Now that's that you can walk off and leave them. They'll fucking the dog will take care of it. And the dog will let you know if there's anything wrong. Oh, Karana, didn't you say the the things that we're not supposed to mention? Um, that there's some kind of wear. Do they, do they like transform or they're just like a, a mixture of the two beasts? Would she know? History check. Let's find out. Nineteen. They transform. They um they change. Do you know from what to what? Dear? From a sheep to an ungodly monstrosity. Okay. And she'll convey that. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least they don't change into people, but I wonder about his flock of sheep. Maybe it's a good thing they didn't get close. I mean, yeah, they sound like a completely pleasant little animal. She's going to roll her eyes. We don't have anything like that down in the caves. The worst we had to deal with was just Umberhulk. And at least they don't change. Alright then, so same watch as last night. That works for me. All right. Aye. All right. Ito, give me a perception check. Oh, you hate me. I got a nine. It was Everything on the 14 and fine. then rolled to the six. <laughs> Everything is fine. Oh, yeah. Perfectly fine. The world could not be in a better place. It is a beautiful night. 
you are amazed by the beauty of the twin moons, the sea of stars. Yep, she's just loving it. In the in the dark, the waving of the grass is reminding her of waves, so it almost feels like home. And your watch will come to an end. Yorvik, it's your turn. Ooh, wait, all right, oh, oh. And he 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 picks up Boomer's rig and sets him off. So I think it's out of bed. Tucks Boomer back in. Um, first thing he'll do is check on the horses. They're gone. They're they're gone. They're gone. Um, Keto. Um, yeah. Anything odd happened while I was sleeping? No, it was it was blissfully quiet. Like, where did the horses go? What would go? Like the go? Aren't they sleeping? No, they're not here. She's gonna climb back out to look. Now, dear, I did say we put the horses in the ring of the firelight. Yeah, right? you rolled a nine on our. I rolled a nine. But but four fucking horses disappearing from inside the light of the fire? That'd be pretty goddamn obvious. <laughs> She'd have to be staring at her feet to miss that. No, I was staring at the moods. <laughs> yeah, see, like, I was here. The horses were there. And then I was sitting here and was just, like, looking up at the moon. And, you know, watching the firelight. Did they run away when I came into the tent? Or the wagon? I didn't hear them. I'm going to start looking for... Actually, I'm going to wait Karana. Is it my turn already? No, the horses are missing. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, Keto apparently was looking at the moon, and now they're just gone, so we got to find them. Worried something's going to happen. I thought they were sleeping. Karana will get up, and she'll have Squiggly wake up as well. And so I don't know. Maybe he, maybe he can sniff him out. I don't know. <laughs> Would you like a nice, tasty horse? Find us some horses. <laughs> About this time, you will hear "Hail to the camp!" Hail, Lorenzo. I think I found something that belongs to you. Is it our horses? And he will come leading the horses. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Keto's gonna cast speak with animals. Um, hey, little horse buddies, where'd you guys hey, go off yo, to? What's up? We went for a walk. We would have just uh, all of a sudden the lots were loose, and we was like, hey, let's go see what's over there. Well, why why didn't you tell me? I would have come for a walk with you. You you're guys don't busy. think I'm cool. I wasn't busy. And I was hey, just yo, watching. you're cool. You're cool. Oh, man. She's going to be all dejected. She's going to look at Jorvik. The horses don't think I'm cool. Oh, that's a shame. 
They said they just wanted to go for walksies. I see, but tie that not real good. No, it did. Tie the horses back up and then look at uh, Lorenzo. Uh, we've got some, some dinner left over if you want some stew. Thank you for bringing the horses back. Oh, uh, Lucian, his name is Lucian. Lucian, sorry. <laughs> Uh, Whatever. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll stay for some stew. All right. I'm going to go back to bed. Yeah, go. I got this. Gron and Squiggly will go back to bed. Kato's go sit near the horses, and that's where she's going to go trance. Okay. He will get a bowl of stew and eat. I trust your son was doing all right when you went back. Uh, uh, he wasn't asleep. Surprised me. Oh, good. Good. Hope the flock is well. Yeah, yeah. They get hungry about this time, so they're eating. Oh, good. Good. Plenty of grass out here for them to munch upon. Oh, plenty. Plenty of them for them to eat. You ever see anything strange out here? All kinds. I've seen great big shadows fly over. I've seen the dead walk. Uh, the There's the, the creatures. I saw, I saw a cloud... Looked like my great, great, great Uncle Donovan riding on a horse. And then I heard galloping sounds. And, and then I saw emerging down from the sky a horse with flame and hooves. And what said he wasn't my great, great Uncle Donovan. Said his name was different, but I swear it was Uncle Donovan. And, and he came down to talk to me. Strangest thing. The, the Dwargar put a lot of mushrooms in your all stew. No, 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 look, he made marks on my hammer. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Good hammer. I don't know what kind of tooth or whatever this is that the head's made of, but I mean, I found it. Seemed right to take it with. It's, it's good stuff. It's good to have a good weapon out here. You never know when you're going to need it. Hey, hey. I mean, I... I got my grandpa's axe, but... He always said that it was, you know... Special, and that it, you know, had... You know, it was... That our ancestral weapon, and that it was, you know... Or legacy and magic and all that, but the first time I had to actually use it to fight anything, it broke. So. That's a bad omen. But when it broke, it led, I, I wound up finding this instead. I don't know that I'd have found this if I hadn't broke the hammer, so or hadn't broke the axe. So, I mean, come see, come saw, right? You never can tell how fate is going to turn. Indeed. I love the looks you all are giving me. 
I love just make the, the, the fact that you're saying things that can be taken more than one way, and Jorvik is just on the surface. <laughs> just walking on the surface. They will finish their stew, raise, pop their back. Well, your horses are returned, and I got to get back to my flock. Well, I appreciate you stopping by, and thank you for bringing the horses. Um, and he reaches in and pulls out uh, a, a, a couple of gold for your troubles. His eyes will grow wide as he is just a poor shepherd and has never seen so much money. He will nod and then bow deeply and amble off. Well, that was nice. Lovely people around here. And your watch will come to an end. I'll go and wake Karana again. Now is it time? Now it's or did time. the horses disappear again? No, no, I, I checked on them right before I came in. They're doing all right. I checked the knots too. Lucian's gone back to his flock, so everything should be quiet. Grana will get up and go sit by the fire. If Squiggly wants to keep resting, that's his business. If he wants oh. to join her, that's also his business. Squiggly will murder, murmur and then snuggle into the bed deeper. No. Squiggly will murder, is what I heard. <laughs> that is canon. Not yet. Give me, give me a perception check. Eleven. Everything's fine. Everything is peaceful. Everything is calm and quiet. It's a beautiful night. And your watch will come to an end. She'll wake Ira. Aye. Everything alright? She'll poke her head out of the wagon to double check that the horses are still there. They are still there. Everything seems to be fine, yes. Alright. Get you some rest. Perception check, Ira. That is, I should know what my perception number is already. Um, that's a 17. You hear wagon wheels. A wagon, horse and driver. Driver looking tired, but keeps going. Passes by your camp, headed north. She watches. She doesn't hail them or anything because, well, they would have, they obviously would have seen our wagons and everything, so she'll watch them go by and, and then continue just watching the planes around them. Since Kido's outside, it's it's been about four hours now, right? Yeah. It was 
you're making a counter. Alright, so she's gonna get up and stretch and ask Yara if it's okay. Can I can I sit over here by the fire with you? Sure. Not much going on, but that wagon that just went past. Oh, that must have been what I heard. I figured they must have seen us and they kept on going, so I didn't see a need to say anything. Kita's going to turn around and look to make sure the horses are still there. They're still there. Oh, I. The lads stayed in their place. They said they just wanted to go for a walk earlier, but... Ira's going to kind of look at you, but what do you, what do you mean earlier? Because oh. Karana didn't tell her. Um, sometime between when I was watching and I got Jorvik, they, they wandered off. I, I didn't even notice they were gone. They were very quiet. And then, um, that, that Lucian Shepherd guy, he brought him back. Mm. When I asked them, they said they wanted to go for a walk. And that I wasn't cool. Well, that wasn't very nice of them to say, but... It's also strange that the shepherd's the one that found them and brought that he was that I don't know that there's something not right and I could be wrong and maybe I'm just reading too much into it because you know arguably I ain't got that much experience with those that live above ground but um he just strikes me as odd she's gonna say that while she's standing up and she goes over to the horses and she she's patting them but at the same time she's like you lads need to behave for Keto she is in fact very cool You're muted. No, he was <laughs> not muted. Oh, there it goes. It just wasn't catching. Yeah. And your watch will come to an end. Now I'm going to roll to see what the weather is like. It is a beautiful morning, the dawn painting the sky in purples and reds. The breeze warm, causing the waves of tall grass to flow. Tito's going to start some water boiling. And uh, Ira, the next time it rains, we should probably set a... a bucket or some pots out to catch some more water. I, I know my water skin's running low. Aye, we can do that. Good morning, everyone. Are the horses still here? Oh, I, I, I gave the boys, I gave the lads a little bit of a sheeting. They shouldn't do that again. I think they were having fun at my expense. Kind of like a hazing. Could be. Yorvik goes over to the horses with it, and he goes and finds them another apple. Now you guys, you'll be wandering off in the middle of the night. There are dangerous creatures out there. You could have gotten yourselves eaten. Don't let it happen again or there won't be any more apples. And then he gives them each a piece of apple. Okay. 
And then he starts doing burpees. Eris starts making whatever they're going to have for breakfast, porridge, whatever. And make sure that the horses get some actual feed. And then I guess after a bit, we start packing anything up that needs to be packed up. Tito's going to look to see if she sees any lavender around that she could gather up. She's been smelling it. Yeah, there's plenty of it. Okay. So she's going to grab some and, and wrap it so they can dry it out later when they get to Gregorian. Give me a perception check. Thirteen. Let me make a note of that. Hmm. Bren, wherever you are, make a note of that. <laughs> make a note of it, make a note. Mm-hmm. That's the running gag. It's been for, like, years now, ever since we started on Leveled Up TTV, even. Somebody make a note of that note. All right, I guess we get back on the road. All right. Um, before they go, Keto's going to make sure she's pulled down all the blankets that they had drying out yesterday and fold them back up and put them under the bench seats. And... You are traveling, making good time as the weather is beautiful. The horses seem well rested. You will catch something in the distance. It is a wagon flipped over. Era, I I didn't see it, but you don't think that's the wagon that went by us last night, do you? Does it look like the same wagon, Tear? It does. Aye, <clears throat> that that looks to be the same one that passed by this morning, and the driver was awful tired. I hope everybody's okay. We should go check on them. Absolutely, of course. You will see a figure standing in the center of the road with a couple of sheep around him. Is it Lucian or somebody else? It's, it's Lucian. Okay. Whoa. Hail, Lucian. How's it going? It's well. It is a good morning. It is. Looks like there's been a spot of trouble. Yeah, I had some strays get out and decided that they were going to have a ruckus. I see. Is everyone okay? Well, they seem to be all right. The sheep will sort of just mosey around as sheep do. Kato's going to try to walk up to one and be like, hey, how are you this morning? She can do cast speak with animals. She can do it at will. As you dismount from the wagon and walk up to the sheep, Lucian will look at you. I'm sorry, lass. The sheep will bay. <laughs> and begin to transform. I Everybody roll initiative and join me in Albert Rodeo. You are a bastard, and I knew it the whole time. 
I was like, he's a day god links shepherd. Awesome. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Might we take a spot of break before we start with combat? Yeah, I can already say before we do initiate yeah. anything, we're going to take a break. We're going I to take correct. 10 minutes, get our beverages, choice, our snickety snacks, and take care of business, and we'll be back. back thanks so much for hanging out while we got our snickety snacks our beverages of choice and handled our business before you take that bite and before we get into things lock hi gamers i re remain lock clark we're gonna take a moment to talk to you about our partner in this endeavor tonight nordvpn nordvpn provides military-grade encryption across all your devices they keep you safe from malware and spyware they um they make sure your information doesn't get out. And if it does, they take care of that for you. And as an added bonus, you can hide your location so that when you're on, say, the Starbucks or other coffee place uh, internet using their Wi-Fis, you can appear to be somewhere else so that people can't find you and access your stuff and do mean things to you. And by being able to change your location virtually, you can also be in other countries, and you can check out what's on different streaming services, like seeing what's on uh, offer from Netflix in the UK. So go check out NordVPN. To do that, you're going to go through our link, which is on our web page. You're going to go to www.willowthedice.com, click the link there. And remember that NordVPN offers a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you try the service and you don't like it, you can just get a refund. So go click the link there and let them know you came from us because that makes us look cool and you want us to look cool. My music stopped. Uh-oh. We need battle music. One moment while we handle the tech gremlins. Tech gremlins. Yum. Oh, talks to Wouldn't be Will of the Dice without him. It happens. I don't know if we know what to do without at least one tech gremlin per stream. It, we would be very suspicious, like the last uh, mm -hmm. stream when we were like, hmm. Like we are now, and we've been for the last little bit of this one. I mean, yeah. this has all been sus, man. Funny okay, story. Still... Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I'm still waiting for the shoe to drop from last week, so, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and it's funny because Overheard Tear talking to somebody where he was like, you know, I need to find some players that aren't so suspicious and all this. And I'm like, I'm just like, it'll take one game, one session, that's it. Oh, the music's back. Yay! Yeah, there's music. Yeah. All right, so we're going into combat. Let's go ahead and prepare the Albear, and let's get those initiatives. Keto. Nine! Ira. 30-20. Tirana. 22. Jorvik. 17. And I will roll initiative for the bad guys. 
once I get my light fixed in place where it belongs. Never mind the sound of shit crashing. All right, Karana, you're up. All right. Karana is going to team at, um, what I'm assuming is Schlinks number two over by the, uh, the cart that's in front of us, which is off to its left. Yeah, W2 for where creature two. Ready? Uh, that's a nine. The arrow flies. The thick. So to describe what a Schlinks looks like when they're transformed, they are um, bipedal on their back haunches. Their face takes on the form of a lynx. They remain wool-covered, but they are very muscular. Their front, their arms elongate and draw three-inch claws. They have four-inch fangs. Uh, uh, they are fierce beasts. The arrow sticks into the wool and does not penetrate. All right, then she's going to take a second shot because she's got two attacks now. Okay. That is a 15. The arrow sticks into the wool and does not penetrate. All right, then she is going to take a bonus action to command Squiggly to attack that same Schlinks. Okay. And Squiggly will take his movement to go up to it and bite. Uh, do, do, do. I need to roll a d20. 12 plus 6, which would be 18. 24? 18. 18. That's correct. That will hit. Alright. And... That'll be six. How many? Oh, we lost Alice for a moment. Uh-oh. More tech gremlins. Wait. Cursed tech gremlins. Oh. You lagged out just a little. Oh, so what okay. was the damage? Six. The Drake trampling forward its teeth digging into the leg of the slinks the creature will roar in anger is that your turn yes all right era okay um first things first gonna use my movement when she gets 30 feet she's gonna hop down off the wagon um she's gonna move her 30 feet uh, east on the map, which would put her right in front of um, the horse here. 
on the second cart. And um, do 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 do. Don't want to activate the other yet. Yeah, use my action to um, expend one of my wild shapes to activate my um, symbiotic entity. And then bonus okay. action, I am going to tell us what the symbiotic entity is um, and its radius. Well, it's 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 not a radius or anything like that. Symbiotic entity is um, it's I can use it instead of wild shaping. It awakens the spores that infuse um, the area around me, and I gain. 20 hit points and then I get to roll double damage dice for my halo of spores damage and I deal an additional 1d6 additional necrotic, necrotic damage when I hit with a melee weapon attack and it lasts okay. for 10 minutes okay so the halo of spores is the one that reaches out from around you yes and that one they have to be starting their turn or um, they have to either get within 10 feet they have to enter in 10 feet of me and start their start their turn there so i think now i don't think they're 10 feet from me yet but that's okay, okay. well i'm going to set up the halo of spores so that we can keep track of it yep because that is that is 10 feet around me symbiotic it just works with that and then my bonus action i'm going to cast shillelagh on my weapon all right and that Excellent. is it for me. Jorvik. Okay. Um, gotta hate these rules. Okay. But we're doing it anyway, because reason. Uh, Jorvik stands up uh, in the driver's seat and and yells at, uh, at Lucian, After we were so nice to you, let you sit by our fire, gave you food. I even gave you gold. How dare you? And I would like to rage. Okay. Um, and then I am going to using my... Uh, I will rage as I'm in the air, by the way, just for... Because for, I don't want to crush the wagon under me. Um, before, as I start to rage, I, I leap using my boots of striding and springing. Um... Having calculated it, um, I can jump three times my normal jumping distance with a strength of 18. My normal jumping distance would be 18 feet if I took a 10-foot running start. Half that without three times 18 is 54 divided by two is 27 so in a standing long jump with the boots of striding and springing, I can go 27 feet. Uh, 25 feet puts me right there. Um, which So I am uh, on the north side of the road, uh, leaping towards where uh, Keto, Lucian, and where creature number one are. Um, and then I will land uh, in my large form and taking my shiny new dwarven thrower, uh, I am going to huck it at Lucian. Okay. Um, uh, that is a 13 plus 7 is a dirty 20. That hits. 
Alright, and he will take... Uh, 11 and 7 is... Um, 18 points of bludgeoning damage. And the thrower immediately returns to my hand. And I throw Lucian it again. Crumple's dead. All right, I'll throw it at uh, where creature number one. Uh, fourteen plus. Oh, I'm sorry, you asked plus seven earlier. It's plus ten, so that's twenty-four. That hits. New weapon. Who does? Uh, and that one will take eight and seven is fifteen points of bludgeoning damage. All right. Is that your turn? That is my turn. Keto. All right. I guess I will try to hit uh, weird creature number one. Uh, I don't think I got it. I got a nine. Nope. All right. The creature bats away your sword. (laughs) She's going to try again. How about a 27? That hits. All right. For nine points of piercing damage. You cut through the thick wool, drawing a line of blood that begins to seep down, discoloring the white. The creature growls, pulling back its lips to reveal its rows of sharp teeth. It takes a bite towards you. Thirteen. That's not hit. Takes a claw attack. Thirteen. Number two swing attempts to bite Squiggly. Eight. Nope. He will claw it, Squiggly. 22. That will hit. That is 10 points of slashing damage. Number three will run into Ira. Halo of Spores. Okay. And because of is that a saving throw or something? Uh, yes, that one. It's a Constitution. It needs to be a thirteen. They rolled a natural nineteen. Um, do, 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 do. I think if it fails, hold on a minute. Yeah, then they don't take any damage. So that's all right. a, it's an all or nothing. First, it will take a bite at you. Eleven. Nope. That claw. Ten. Nope. That dice is going in timeout. All right. That will bring up... Karana. All right, we're going to attempt 
with the bow one more time. That is a 17. Just hits. That is five damage. The arrow thunks in boom with a thud into the muscular chest of the creature. It snarls, snapping its arm, breaking it off. The head still buried in its muscle, blood pouring, discoloring the white wool of the shlinks. And we go again. That is an 18. That will hit. Max damage, 11. This time the arrow bearing deep into its shoulder. It growls, snarling, whipping its head. It is pissed. Is that your turn? Uh, that is my turn, but I'm looking at what I'd like Squiggly to do. Well. Do, do, do. Yeah, uh, Squiggly is going to bite again. Still under the command of attack. Okay. Alright, that is a 16 plus 6 would be 22. That hits. That'll be five damage. All right. Is that your turn? That is my turn. Fiercely squiggly roaring, which is not very loud as size, but it is still fearsome. Grabbing into the thigh of the creature, shaking its head. Ira. Hey. Era's gonna swing at it with her mushroom staff, her spore staff, at W3. Uh, so, 23 to hit. 23 will hit. Alright, and so, that is 11 points of bludgeoning and 3 points of necrotic damage. The... White fur turns black and looks melted to the flesh where you hit the narcotic damage charring the skin. Is that your turn? Yes. Jorvik. Alrighty. Um... Bonus action. Um, yeah, all right. Uh, bonus action. Jorvik reaches back, pulls out the dagger of returning, and throws it at W1, the one that Cito is fighting. Okay. Um, I don't think that's going to hit. Um, as that is a 15. That does not hit. The blade 
sticking into the wall, the magic properties causing it to return to you. Um, and then, uh, uh, Yorvik's going to throw again, but this time with a dwarven thrower at W1. Um, that is a 7 plus 10, though, so 17. Just hits. For 10 and 7, 17 points of bludgeoning. Okay. Um, and then he's going to turn and uh, make his second attack against W2, the one that Squiggly is fighting. Uh, that is a 21 to hit. That will hit. Um, and that is nine and seven is 16 points of bludgeoning. And that right. will end my turn. All right, Keto, you're up. Trying to hit the weird creature in front of her. Uh, does 26 hit? 26 hits. All right. Uh, but it's only seven points of damage. And then she's going to take her second attack at it. Uh, oh, but she just misses because that's a 16. Yep, that misses. Where creature one will take an attack of opportunity as it charges your Vic. So I can. Yeah, you get an attack okay. of opportunity. Ah, 24 to hit. That hits. Uh, for six points of damage. It uh, attempts to bite Jorvik. That is a crit. All right. Normal critical hit. So because you're raging, it will be 12 points of piercing damage, and I need a constitution save. Does this count as poison? No, it's disease. Okay. Just checking. Which is confusing, because they're eliminating disease and making everything poison for the new edition. Uh, that is a 21. All right, you're fine. It comes in with its claw. That's going to miss. Number two takes an attack of opportunity from Squiggly to charge Jorvik. All right. That's an 11 that's going to miss. Yep. It is going to take two claw attacks against Jorvik. The first. 22. That'll hit. 
Because you're raging, that'll be seven points of slashing. The second okay. one. Another crit. God damn it. Your axe or your hammer is knocked out of your hand. Doesn't matter. It comes back. But that is nine points of slashing damage. I assume that is after the raging modifier. Yes. All right. Number three will make his check for the Halo Spores and fails miserably. So roll damage, Ames. Yep. That is seven points of necrotic damage. Almost hit heal. <laughs> it will take a bite. 22. That hits. Now there's eight points of piercing and I need a constitution saving throw. Okay. Is this um, to avoid uh, poison, charmed, or stunned? No. Okay. Uh, it is a 20, 21 on my constitution save. And you said how many points of damage? Uh, eight. Eight. And then it takes its claw swipe. Okay. That is a 19. That hits. That is 14 points of slashing damage. Thank God for my temporary hit points. <laughs> Piranha. Okie dokie. Piranha's really not wanting to leave this wagon. So she's going to fire again at uh, where creature number two. Let's see the distance. Because it is still within range for her. What is your range? Uh, 150. Is that long range? It, it's two ranges. It's like... Uh, that's within the short range. The long range yeah, okay. is 600. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, longbows have ridiculous range. <laughs> yeah. And that is an 18 to hit. That hits. Ooh. 11 damage. The creature roars as the arrow pierces into its back, snarling as it hunches, fixing to attack Jorvik again. We go again. That's a nat one. All right. You know what to do. Fail, dollar sign fail melee in the tear bot. For those that don't know, I took all the tables that I use as a DM. There's two E's in melee. M-E-L-E-E. -E. Oh. I took all of the uh, charts and stuff that I use as a DM and created a Discord bot since we use Discord. Okay. Uh, make a constitution saving throw of a DC of 15, or else I get a leg cramp. 
Yep, which causes you to lose your dex modifier and halves your movement. Constitution saving throw, okay. Ah, that's a seven. All right, so your movement is halved. You lose your dex modifier to your AC, and you have disadvantage on any dex checks that require your lower half. Era. All right. Um. Yeah, we're gonna take another swing with the shillelagh. Wait, that's not what I wanted to do. W three. Um. Seventeen to hit. Seventeen just hits. Okay. All right. That is ten points of bludgeoning, and. Six points of necrotic damage. The shillelagh, this mushroom staff that has been used by your people to remember the dead, now laying savage beatings on individuals as you hit him in the head, the necrotic energy eating into his skull, exposing part of his brain as he shudders and dies. She's just going to look at it, and and in, in druidic, she's just going to say, may you come back better as a mushroom. And she's going to use her movement um, to go her 30 feet. Hold on a minute. I forgot to measure where that gets me. Um, it gets me about halfway up the wagon here, up the first wagon. So 30, she's going to go about 30 uh, feet east and she'll be just behind the the driver's uh, the driver box. Thirty feet actually mm -hmm. puts you about here. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Right. So she's about halfway. All right, is that your turn? Mm-hmm. All right, that'll bring up Jorvik. All right. Um. Well, ain't much for it. So, uh, yeah, Jorvik is going to um, no, no, that'd be dumb. I'm not that dumb. I don't think Jorvik's that dumb. Uh, I am going to attack uh, with my hammer uh, two-handedly. Uh, where creature number one. That's a natural 20. Woo. Awesome. Care about it. Uh, Perry Perry Thrust Plus. Uh, you disarm your enemy and add five points of damage to your total. Um, add, uh, add 10 since you can't disarm them. All right. Cool, cool. All right. So that will be... Only get one because I didn't throw the hammer. Uh, so that will be uh, eight and six is fourteen plus seven is twenty-one plus ten is thirty-one points of bludgeoning damage to one to number one. The sounding resounding crack of their skull splitting as they whimper and collapse dead. 
All right. And number two for my second attack will be uh, that is a dirty 20 to hit. That'll hit. Oh, I just realized I rolled the wrong die for damage, but that's okay because I rolled lower than I should have. I should have rolled a d10 because I was swinging two-handed. Uh, that is uh, nine and seven is 16 points of bludgeoning to number two. He looks like he's been in battle, but he's still standing. Keto. Alright, so... I have the right one. Okay. Keto is going to move up to W2. And try to hit him with the cutlass. Uh, that's a dirty 20. That hits. He has two hit points left. All you gotta well, do is... Nine, nine. So she just cuts into him. <clears throat> Filling his intestines all over the road. The last of the were creatures perishes as we come out of combat. Lucian's body broken there in the middle of the road. You hear in the distance. I would I would like to do something, please. Okay. Ira's gonna walk up to um she just needs to get within 10 feet of lucian and she's going to cast animate dead and the corpse rises and so now i get to control it for 24 hours and the command it's going to be given is to basically protect our wagons The sound is coming closer. Bah, bah. I, I guess we get we need... on the wagons and go. Yeah. She's gonna... Sounds like a great plan. She's also going to like uh, get close enough to Yorvik to kind of touch his arm and cast uh, Cure Wounds. So real quick before she runs back there to get on her, get back on the other thing. So that is seven points of healing. All right, thank you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she would dash back there and hop back on the wagon with Karana. Uh, yeah, Jorvik will end his rage um, and hop back on the wagon. Yep, hop back up. Karana's going to call Squiggly to come back and get on the wagon. Right. I don't think we want to fight more of these guys, so the, the quick as we can. Come on, lads. She's going to give a, a whistle and a click to the horses. Make sure Lucian gets out of the wagon. Yeah. All right, boys. Time to go. You don't want to get eaten, do you? Yeah. And so you begin traveling. I need lock. Roll a d6. 
One. The weather holds. It is beautiful. You are making good time. The sound of baying in the distance. Karana, make a history check. You're muted, Karana. That's a seven. Let me find my utensil and make a note of that. You are traveling. The carnage behind you. The looming snow-covered mountains before you. You come to another river. This one a little wider and no bridge. This river is running east, west to east and feeding into a river running north to south. So it's a T. Uh, Tyr, would I have any folksy knowledge of best ways to ford a river like this, given that I come from the land of many rivers and my people worship a river goddess? Sure. Uh, all right, I, um... I don't know a lot about wagons, but I think the best thing to do, and I'll, I'll try and look for a spot where it's a little shallower that we can cross easier. Give me a survival check. That is a 13. I have no survivals. <laughs> then give me a nature check. Do you have nature? No! They're the same okay. bonus. Here it could okay. help. I have a plus. I have a plus seven and a plus five. So, but she if can help. If you help, help him. you'll give him advantage, or you can look. I'll go ahead and let Ira look as well. Yeah, Ira should look as well. No, it's it's perfect that Jorvik thinks he knows what he's doing. Jorvik, what's a, what you looking for, lad? Boy, he's looking for the best place to cross. I think that spot looks pretty nice. It's a little, it's a little showier, I think. That's a word, right? Showier. Um, Maybe shallow? Is that, is that what you're looking for? Um, it's an 18. Uh, the place where he's pointing is tide pools and certain death. But up from that, you see Not, yeah. a shallower dip that, in the river. That one might be a little bit problematic, but right up from it, maybe this is the spot you were thinking of. You could actually see the bottom. Oh, and... perfect. Let's do that. And yep. Jorvik will guide the wagon that way. Animal handling. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, Ira would hand guide the horses through. Oh, I got an 18. You make Jorvik is surviving on pure luck. Mine's a 22, by the way. You 
You two make it across the river. You notice that there is a clear demarcation of tall grass across the river, sparse grass and rocky terrain. Well, I guess we're out of the plains then. Looks like it. Maybe we're getting to the foothills of the mountains. Um, Jorvik, after getting across the river, is going to turn around and um, and walk back, and, and he's going to stop the wagon out, walk back to the um, to the shore of the river. Um, and is going to take out a uh, a silver piece, and um, and whisper a prayer uh, uh, to uh, Savrana, the the river goddess that his people prayed to, and toss uh, the coin into the stream um, to for the river to protect them from the were creatures behind them, <laughs> and then he's going to get back on the wagon. Give me another history check, Karana. Okie doke. That's a 17. Planks will not cross running water. Okay. We should be safe from the Schlinkses now. Yeah, of course. I just to the goddess to protect us from them. Everything will be fine. I would call bullshit on that if it weren't for the fact that they don't cross running water. Sovrana protects us! And Jorvik you know, gets back in the wagon. <laughs> yeah! And so, you travel. The grass becoming less and less. The rocky... Terrain becoming more and more. Do you see a what could be described as a trail, not a full road, cutting into the rock, heading upward? Do you think that's the way we need to go? Does there seem to be any other choices? No. I, nope, mean, I think that's the one. We could. The, the the horses told me the other day that they know this they know the way to the keep. You could always try to we could try to speak with them and see. Ke don't so know Keto how. will lean Keto will lean over. Is this the way? Asking the horse speak with animals she's talking about. Oh horses. okay. <clears throat> Forget about it. Of course this is the way. This, the, do you see any other roads? Come on I now, open your eyes. Open. Maybe you got magic tricks I don't know about. You were sneaky the other night going for walks. I just want to make sure. Do I look like a Pegasus? Kind of. I think that is a compliment. You're all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, the horses say this is the way. All right, then. I guess there's nothing for it. There's no other path. So, um, is it wide enough for the wagons here? I know you said it looks more like a trail than a road. Yeah, it's it's going to be a little tricky, but it is wide enough. Okay. Karana, give me an insight check. Yes, sir. This is your favorite terrain. 
Dirty 20. It might be best to camp here than to try to find a place to camp up on the hill, up on the mountain going up. We should go ahead and make camp now. It'll be more work for the horses, and they've already gone through a lot with going through the river. Oh, I and with the river right here, we can refill our water stores for us That's and the horses. Point. So Vrana provides blessings. See, everything's good. Before making and camp, just... go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Before they make camp. Um, Ira would hop down and uh, basically it's a mental command for the reanimate dead. Tell Lucian to come here and she's going to investigate any pockets or anything. She's just looking for anything he's carrying. You find two gold pieces. The ones that Jorvik gave him. And that's it. That's it. Okay. Um... All right, then get the wagon to help get the wagons parked and everything. And as you make camp, our story comes to an end for the night. Because from this point forward, I need at least Bumezrig here. That's I do hope. No, no, not at all. I do hope so, that you all have enjoyed playing. Mm -hmm, yes. Mm -hmm. um, and if I read this spell correctly, I basically can keep Lucian as an animated, reanimated dead for like basically nigh on forever as long as I recast it every 24 hours. Okay. <laughs> does he start decaying though? Like, is he going to start um, smelling? It doesn't say. The only thing is, it becomes a skeleton if you choose bones or a zombie if you choose a corpse. So he was a corpse, so he's a zombie. Yeah, he's gonna get more zombie-esque. Nice. Yeah, but he—he's extra—he—he's extra fight and protection. So, at least for the moment. <laughs> We've got our cordyceps zombie. It's okay. <laughs> Going up into the mountains, so at least it won't be hot, you know. Yeah. No. I mean, you know. I, I don't see how you think he's protection, but okay. Because <laughs> you can set him Cannon on guard. Hard. Yeah, but he can also guard, and they will attack when they're on guard. He wasn't right. suspicious to begin with, no. Mm -mm. No, not at all. Like I said, I knew it was obvious, but I wanted to do it anyway. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. We hope that you had fun. I was off my game. No, it was good. Good uh, fun. Uh, I'm having a bad mental day, so... Uh, before we go into our outros, just remind you guys, don't leave anything unspoken. Let people you love know that you love them. Remember to make time. People make time for people that are important. Make time for those people. Even if it's just a quick messenger, hi, how are you doing? It can mean a lot. Uh, you don't want to sit with regrets, trust me. Uh, with that being said, let's remind people who we are, where we can be found, and let's get the hell out of here. Hi, everyone. I'm Alice, the voice of Karana, both she, her, because I forgot to say that in my intro. And you can find me on uh, Twitter and Tumblr at Cap and Cupcake. Hi, gamers. 
I continue to be Lot Clark despite everyone else's objections. And uh, tonight, I, a he, him, was Jorvik Bramblebeard, also a he, him, the himbo barbarian dwarf's player. And you can find me all over the social medias at Lock Unruly. That's Lock with an H. Hi, guys. This is Ames. And tonight, I was the voice of Ira. And you can find me over on Twitter at LollyGFIFO. Everybody, this is Christina, the voice of Keto, and you can find me on Twitter at Tiamorskaskula or on Blue Sky at Deadly Kisses. And I have been Tira the DM, the world's okayest DM, and you can find me on Twitter at Tira underscore the underscore DM or Blue Sky at Tira the DM. <laughs> Remember that times can get tough and they can get hard, but surround yourself with people that love you. Bask in their love until you're strong enough to let others bask in yours. Remember, it takes nothing to be kind to someone. And remember that love and inclusion, these are the torches that light a path to a better tomorrow. Come join us and be torchbearers. And until next time, we love you guys. Mm -hmm.